You are listening to the Mission Matters Podcast Network, where we amplify the stories of entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Scaling Your Business. I am your host, David Andrus, and thank you once again for being here. I really appreciate it. I'm excited to bring to you an incredible show today. We have an individual who was as exciting because he has so many different areas of interest and areas of business that he's been in, which he is definitely going to talk to you about. And we're going to ask him a lot of good questions. So Al Stacy Jr., thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. Of course. Al, just to give you a little heads up of what we do here on Scaling Your Business is ultimately we want to have a platform to where we could talk to multiple individuals from every different industry, whether it's retail, whether it is law, medical practice, whatever the case may be. We don't want to just seek out the business owners, the entrepreneurs, the CEOs. We want everybody to kind of relate to as many people as possible and hear as many and hear as many stories as possible. So again, we want to talk to you about how you have scaled your business and the business that you're in and just kind of life in general as well. Maybe share those experience of your successes and some of those experiences that were not such great successes, but ultimately you learn from. So maybe someone has that similar interest as you and they can relate and learn from it and grow as, as well. So Al, again, thank you for being here. You are a... First and foremost, a loving husband, right? Yes, I a would say so. <laughs> father of two beautiful girls. I'm a girl dad, That's, for sure. Yep. Insurance consultant with KLT Insurance and a former Major League Baseball player, correct? I would say a minor league baseball player. I never made it to the show. But yeah, I did. That was quite a long time ago. Though, <laughs> <laughs> well, time is relative, I guess, right? That's I said the girl dad. I even have two girl dogs. So. <laughs> oh, jeez. Live in a household full of estrogen. Yes, I do. <laughs> so a little bit about what you're currently into, Al. You're with KLT. Can you talk to us about the career you're in, what you specifically do for them? Actually, what we do is we protect our clients' assets is the way we look at it. We educate you on how and what insurance is supposed to be. What it's supposed to be, how it's supposed to look for you, how it's supposed to work for you, how it's supposed to help you, and how it's supposed to protect you. That's our big thing. We want to educate everyone on what they need just for them because every individual is different, so every policy is going to be different. One of the biggest things that you hear people say all the time is, I like to compare apples to apples. We always say that, well, I'm not selling apples, first of all. Second of all, nobody has the same apples. Everybody's different. So no quote's going to look the same because it's going to be tailored to what you, your particular needs are. So true. I always say that in the fitness business that I'm in is everybody's lifestyle is different. The body's different. I'm sure the same way with you guys as well is your lifestyle is different, right? You have different needs. You have different ones. So you have to customize that program. I'm assuming that's exactly what you do, correct? Correct. Exactly. And, and the only way you can really do that is to get to know, get to know someone. You got to ask, you know, the right questions and, and get to know a person on a personal level. KLT stands for no like and trust. And uh, we believe in it because if you do, nobody knows you, likes you or trusts you, they're not going to buy anything from you. 
or any, or anything else. Very true. So why insurance? What made you get started in this career path? Actually, I ended up in this career path, not by choice. Had some health issues. I have had a couple of heart surgeries in the past. And because of that, being in the construction world for 15 years, I was not able to do the job anymore. So I was kind of stuck out in the open and like, where am I going to go from here? It was a little scary at, at times <laughs> how to move forward. Luckily, my wife, of course, got me into a network marketing company that really taught me a lot about how to present yourself and how to believe in yourself and trust yourself. And it taught me more about who I was <laughs> and who I was striving to be and how to get there than trying to sell anything. It was one of the most, one of the, it was a great experience for me. And still, to this day, I'm still part of that organization. I've learned from a lot of great people in that organization and the positivity and the positive outlook on life and the positive outlook of business and how to treat people and, and how to get to know people and you know, how to love people was all part of that process. And it really helped me out to move forward in my new career. I agree. You know, some people either love it or hate network marketing. You get those sometimes those skeptics that say, oh, it's a, it's a pyramid deal or whatnot. But I've said before, it truly helps you grow as an individual. One, it makes you get completely out of your box, right? Out of your comfort zone. Correct. And you have to do stuff that you never thought you would have to do before, whether it's speaking in front of people, whether it's introducing yourself and ultimately becoming from being an introvert to an extrovert, just so you can, again, grow your business. And I said before, is you want to be a great business owner, do network marketing. Because it's going to teach you even more and definitely those principles of how to make and, and really how to scale your business. Exactly so, correct. Yeah, absolutely. Kudos to you. And it's great that you're still a part of it. Now, construction to insurance, obviously, that's two different scales of, of industries. And like I said, you had some health factors in there. But what made you go from construction to insurance? Actually, I joined a BNI group on the network marketing side for mm-hmm. that company. BNI stands for Business Networking International. There's over 16 million members worldwide. A good friend of mine by the name of Neil Spike, attorney at law, he's a estate planner. I asked me to visit the group. I love the group. I love the people in the group. So I went there and I was in the group for network marketing company called Q Sciences. And then ran into people that in that group that were in the insurance world. One girl that was in the group, her name is Deb Zerbini. As a farmer's agency in Elyria, she was looking for somebody. And I had a friend of mine that I was reaching out to because he was looking for a job at that time. And he said he didn't want to do insurance. Well, the more and more I thought about it, I'm like, well, maybe this is something I might want to do. So I went and got my license. And here we are. That's kind of how I ended up in the the business. And then as it moved along, I ran into Chris. And once I ran into Chris, insurance more really made sense to me. And Chris is? Chris Hipsman is the owner of KLT Insurance. Oh, great. Which is my boss. Great guy. He has taught me a lot about what KLT stands for, what he stands for, and uh, what we should all probably stand for, for that matter, in fact. Uh, That's great. Yeah, I'd love to hear more about that as well, which we will. So one thing is to go back. It is amazing what networking can do for you. It opens up so many doors. And and sometimes, even in your case, before network marketing, you may may not have been that individual to go and and go into a group and, and just kind of Put yourself out there a little bit. Yeah, so, I would have never did that to 10 to 15 years ago. Yeah, I wouldn't even have thought about it today, to tell you the truth. So is networking a big part of what you currently do now? Yes, huge part. 
Can you tell us a little bit about that? The more you can get in front of, the better off you are. The more you can uh, network with people. And, and, and networking is not just going out to find someone for you. Networking is going out to find how you can help others and everybody can help each other. You know, that's one thing I've learned with Chris is that, you know, if you can find what people need and you can help them, they'll help you. And I think that we need more of that in the world today. <laughs> Unfortunately, we're not, we're getting further and further away from that. But yeah, I think that's a big part of it for sure. And it's been huge for me. And BNI helped me do that also. You know, how to present yourself, your one minute commercials, those type things, and, and how you want people to see you. That's great. Good advice. Man. So, can you touch on some of those health issues that you had? Yeah. From birth, I had heart defect, band of muscle was blocking my tricuspid valve they had to cut out when I was four. You're talking about, wow, a long time ago. Wow. <laughs> when I started thinking about that day, 1970 was the first time I had it done. Rainbow Babies and Children I was four years old. Only thing I really remember about that part of it is the scar when I woke up down in the center of my chest, obviously. And then 30 years later, I had to do it again because of the result of the first surgery. Just as I grew, things changed. So they had to do it again. And obviously, I may have to do it again at some point in time. But yeah, because of that, I'm here. It was awesome. And I'm still here. I'm not saying I enjoyed the process at all. Right. But it really puts me in perspective of what's important in life, for sure. And what would that be? Family, friends, love, all those things. Obviously, my mom and dad have been married 56 years. That's been a huge part. They've taught me what it's supposed to look like, what it's supposed to be. And my parents have always been one to help others. So that's been a big part for me, for sure. Well, it sounds like you have a great foundation as a child. Yeah, that's a, that's a huge part, obviously. In the meantime, at the same time, I had a great foundation. But there's a lot of kids out here who don't, and we're working towards helping them, too. I try to do as much as I can with that also. Coach high school baseball for a long time, still do that. Doing coaching clinics now, too, which is awesome to be back in the game again, once again. And then also to put myself out to make sure that I can do as much as I can for our community to move our young kids forward, for sure. Uh, that's great. That's amazing. Definitely a, a good heart there. So keep doing what you're doing. That's fantastic to hear. So can we talk a little bit about the baseball? We can if you want. I, I, that's not something I talk about all the time. Like I said, it was a long time ago, but yeah, for sure. So you went to so, baseball as in high school, and how does that? Yeah, progress? I played four years at Midview High School. We had a couple of good teams. Actually, we had probably three, four Division One players on our team when I was in high school. A couple of us got drafted. I was fortunate enough to go to Cleveland State and play, but you know, there's setbacks. And my setback was I wasn't a great student, Dave. So my junior year. I sat out because I didn't make grades first semester. So I had to sit out the first half of the year to the point where I was a preseason All-American and not on the field, So, which was a big step for me or a big drop off for me. I learned a lot from it, obviously. You know, when you're in school and you're young, you think, you know, you're invincible and you can do anything. But, you know, eventually when you try to hide from things, they catch up to you. And they did. Wasn't a great student to begin with. So that was a struggle for me. But yeah, got through that. I did end up getting drafted by the... Chicago Cubs out of college after my junior year. Once I said I wasn't a great student, so I decided to leave. Spent a year with them and then a year with the independent team and Erie PA. Great experience. Met some great people. Played against some great people. 
wouldn't trade for the world, learned a lot, but what I wouldn't do to go back and do it now with what I know, <laughs> like we always say, but yeah, it was a great experience for sure. So the big reason I wanted to bring that up is obviously sports have always played a, a big factor in my life and athletics growing up. Did you learn or or what have you learned then during that whole experience that is making you successful today? Is there any kind of correlation there that you've taken away from back then? Or is it just like, hey, that was a time in my life and I didn't learn anything from it? You know what I learned from it, Dave? Is don't take anything for granted. And how I learned that from that is that, you know, I always played baseball, which is part of me, part of my life. Actually, my favorite sport was basketball. I'm just a better baseball player. <laughs> and my dad told me that. So I was lucky enough to have him tell me what was really right for me. But, you know, at the same time, I learned that you can't take the baseball part all and then take the schooling part for granted. Like they have to go hand in hand. Your life and your job have to go hand in hand. You can't separate those two. They have to be one and the same. And, and trying, and, you know, this being all baseball and not school cost me baseball in the long run. I made it ended up as a higher draft pick than what I was and may have gotten further. So that part cost me. So being able to combine your life with your love and your job and your family is a huge part of what I learned about that. Balance, for sure. For right? sure. For sure. Currently doing what you do. Talk about some of the success that you had gone through. So you started, how many years ago did you start? This is going to be two years in October. And you've grown quite a bit in that two years, correct? Yes, we have grown quite a bit. You know, but what I've learned and how I've grown in this business is, for me, is to learn more. You know, we'd like to obviously double our business each year. All of us <laughs> would be your goal. How do you get there? A big thing for us to get there is looking at today. I mean, obviously we have big goals, but when you start looking at those big goals, they seem kind of daunting to you. And then at that point in time, you get it kind of get overwhelmed. And how do I get there? How do I do that? So Chris has taught me to basically break it down to one quote a day. What are we doing today? to improve for tomorrow. If we can improve today, tomorrow will be better. And that's kind of where I'm at with that right now, for sure. And this is the first insurance company that you've been with, correct? Well, I was with Farmers first, and then I came over on Chris. Okay. And then you met Chris through BNI? Actually, I met him through the networking event with the Rain County Chamber. Okay. That is how I met Chris. Actually, I met his partner, Fred, first with Wealth Management. I met Fred, and Fred said, I got somebody I need you to talk to. And I met Chris and we hit it off right from this job. Well, that's great. And what has helped you grow your business and, and KLT over the last couple of years? What's helped me grow my business is to continue to get in front of people, continue to tell people what I do and how we do it and educate people on how we do it. You know, to me, my biggest sales force are our clients. You know, they have the voice of what we do and how we how we take care of our clients and how we you know, make sure they have all the right coverages and all the things that they need and be there when they need us. You know, like I said, they have to know, like, and trust you. It's the name of our company. And to make sure that when they do need you, that we are there. So what's helped my business grow is people knowing what I do now. I've been known as a construction guy for 15 years. So the change from that to being known as an insurance guy has been a big part of what I've been trying to do over the last two years, for sure. Yeah, and definitely, obviously, building your name and, and putting yourself out there so people understand exactly what you do, do. Correct. And let's talk about business in the next three to five years. 
where do you see yourself in the next three to five years? Is it still with KLT and you guys have grown into more offices and reached out to more? Is it where do you see everything? In the next three or five years, like I said, we like to double each year, like I talked about before. But yeah, I see myself with KLT for sure. I love, I know I did a little research on you too, and your whole acronym was real, relationships and achievement. And, you know, I, I looked at that also, and that's kind of where we are. And, and that's kind of how me and Chris see things together is, you know, we want this to grow. And how we want it to grow is that we want to bring in more people so we can teach them how to be successful. Not just for us to grow individually, we want the company to grow itself. And how we can do that is to bring more people in, obviously, but that's going to take us to, when we do it, we'll have to make sure that we were able to do it, first of all. But first of all, I'd like to make sure that we put ourselves in front of people that can teach us how to get that way. Kind of like yourself, successful business people. So I want to be with people that are smarter than me that can teach me in the direction to go. And Chris was that first person that for me to have that mentor to be able to show you kind of how it works and how it moves forward. And I look at you in that way also, Dave, as the way what you've been through and how you've gotten to where you are as an inspiration for all of us also. Well, I appreciate it. Sounds like you're flipping the script on me now. Like you're <laughs> you're going to start talking to me and interview me for a second. Not at all. No, I, I just, like I said, I admire people who have gone through things that have come out on the other side better. And that's kind of kind of where we're all, that's all what we're striving to do and be because we all go through difficulties and how do you come out on the other side is kind of what type of person you are. It is 100%. And that's the reason why I created this platform is just so we can share those experiences, right? Because not everybody can relate to me, but those experiences that you've gone through, they can relate that, you know, they can relate themselves to you and probably not me. So, it, I mean, we could touch everybody. Everybody has a story and everybody can learn from other people's stories. Yeah. But you're right. I think a lot of those principles that you guys have and what I have go hand in hand to know the like, the trust. That's pretty, that's a, that's a bold statement. That's a true statement. And that goes with, like you said, my values. I looked at that for my business, but then I also said, you know what, this is, this is life principles in general. You have to have strong relationships and you have to build those relationships. You have to get to know people. You have to get to know them. They got to get to know you. They got to like you. They got to trust you. And it goes hand in hand. I also want to get to know and like, and trust the person I have dealings with. Right. Mm -hmm. So relationships is used. And then you have real, that's ER. E is education. And like you said, you have to learn from a mentor. I don't know anything. The greatest thing is that I'm not smart at all. So there's a whole lot of people I can learn from, right? It's easy for me just to talk to someone and learn something from them. But you have to self-educate yourself. Yes, and I know you talked about school and, and that was a part of life and that is important. I don't think that should ever stop, you know, and not that it's in school, but you always have to educate yourself to learn and grow and become better. I just think one, that'll help you and you'll be able to help other people in the end, learn to grow and get better. For sure. And then you have to achieve, like you said, which I love that you guys have principles and, and I love that you said today for tomorrow, when you look at goal setting, you do have a, you know, those big airy goals, those five-year goals, 10-year goals. But what are you doing on a daily basis to achieve your daily goals, to get to your weekly goals, to get to the monthly goals, to get to the yearly goals? So achieve is a big thing for me. Set the goals and you strive to achieve those. And then you have to love what you do. And, and like you said, life goes hand in hand. 
you just had the combination of life, work, love. You got to enjoy it. Right? We're here for a reason. And why do something that we're miserable with? So love it. You have build relationships. You self-educate yourself. You achieve goals. And you love what you do. And I do. I, I do think that is that's life in, in general, not just my specific business. Oh, yeah. And that's kind of how me and Chris get along so well. We're both teachers. You know, I was a coach for 20 years, still yeah. a coach. My dad was a coach for 40 years. My brother's still coaching. He's a high school basketball coach in Toledo now. My grandfather coached Little League for 40 years. You know, that was always part. And coaching is teaching. And Chris is the same way. Educator. We want to educate our clients and everyone on what we do, how we do it, and what's best for them. And then when once they know, they feel more comfortable with you. They like, you know, if you're in the dark, like, all right, well, I'm just going to give you this. You're like, well, I really don't know what this is. Right. But if I explain it to you and you feel comfortable with it, it makes it way easier for both of us. 100% for sure. And I know the principles that you have taken those to your teams and your players, they're going to succeed not only on the field, but off the field as well. So that's exciting to see and hear you coaching. So you mentioned that, and there's a lot of tough times to get through. And, you know, it's not always roses out there, right? And, and you said some of those dark times. Can you share kind of what has been your biggest learning experiences? Maybe those things that at the time was, you know, a little tough to get through. Because obviously your success, we hear that, we see that. What are some of those tough times you can share with someone that you've had based on your experiences? Tough times, you get through them by being consistent. I would say consistent. Follow through, do what you say you're going to do. Those type things will get you through. Once again, back to the no like, and trust part of it too. You know, is there anything in specific you can share with us that has happened to you that you use those principles? Yeah. Once again, two years ago, after having two heart surgeries, I was in arrhythmia again, heart rate running around 190, just sitting still, laying in the bed. I didn't know what was going on, that type thing. And then and then to go in the hospital and then kind of trying to figure out what was going on too for a whole weekend, you know, you, you start to reflect on all right, what's going on and where am I where am I gonna go from here? It was scary stepping out of my comfort zone in construction and stepping into the insurance world and putting myself in front of people which I was always guarded. I wasn't that so I was always on my wife. Why do you always have our life on social media? You know, why do we always you know, because that's what you know, she's great at it and that's what she's good at and she loves that part of it as a photographer in her past. That's a big part of her. And I was always like, why are you doing that? You know, I, I was always guarded that way. And then to be put in a position where I had to then get out of that comfort zone to do that myself was a big thing. I was just listening to a video by Steve Harvey on the way over here. He's good. <laughs> and the thing he said, he said, you know, we all have parachutes. But for your parachute to open, you have to jump. It'll never open if you don't jump. And when this came to me, my wife pretty much looked at me and was like, hey, this is something I know you can do. I know you don't feel that way, but hey, let's take a chance uh, and, let's, and let's do this. And because of her is the only reason I really kind of said, okay, I'm ready to try and start this. Still learning though. Still have days where I'm like, what the heck am I doing right now? But still moving forward, always having a positive attitude, always having a positive outlook. Always having a lot of energy, you know, always being uh, upfront and, and truthful with people. That's kind of how, how I'm moving forward. So a lot of those times, having a positive attitude and, and we all have stresses. Again, 
as a business owner, multiple business owner, as an insurance agent, I mean, everybody struggles with some of those days that it's like, man, I don't even want to get out of bed. How do you put your attitude into the positive state? What pushes you to say, you know what, I'm going to stay positive. I'm going to have positive energy. How do you do that? I have a great life. I, I can't complain. I have a great family. I have a great wife. I have great parents. And, and, and then to go out in the real world and see people struggling the way they are, that's a blessing world we are right now, Dave. It really is. That's kind of what keeps me going. That and the fact that I would love to, as I move forward and be more and, and more successful in my career, is to be able to help those people that are struggling. I'm a member of a group called Elyria Band of Brothers right. that me, we have talked about before. We just had our golf outing and we were able to give back to save our children in the city of Elyria this year which is a big thing for me. You know, it was our president, Derek Monk's vision. He always, this was always his vision. I was just kind of tagging along and helping him along the way. But, you know, that helps me, motivates me and keeps me getting up every morning too. Because like I've heard you talk about in the past, you want your kids to be able to see you go through struggles and come out on the other side. So they know that when they do it, it's possible to come out on the other side. A hundred percent. One thing about baseball that I learned the most about baseball is baseball is the only sport that you fail more than you succeed and you're still successful. And crazy. Right? It's nuts. You go to the plate 10 times, you get three hits. 30% I'm making millions. 30% you're making millions. <laughs> but how do you deal with that failure? You know, my wife always says, why does this not upset you? I'm like, it does to a certain part, but I know there's a way to get past it and a way to move on. And that's kind of the way I look at it. Yeah, ultimately, it's, you know, we don't have many, there's no failures. I think it's, it's learning experiences. Correct. Right. So how do you take a look at those, what people think are failures? And you're right. I I have to, without a shadow of a doubt, know I'm going to get through this. How do I get through it? How is my attitude? How is my energy? How do I present myself during those times? I think that's what makes you and, and can break you. Now, I also think the more you go through the more you're going to have that unconscious development to say you stay positive, you stay, you know, you stay with positive energy. You just keep pushing forward. So again, if you want to call a failure to me, I'm okay doing it. <laughs> because I know that's going to strengthen me and me getting better and better. Right. So you answered a lot of the questions that I was going to ask you, but ultimately what does scaling your business mean to you? To scaling my business means to me is that I want, like I talked about before, I want my business to be part of who I am and to be able to educate and teach and have people feel comfortable of what what I've done for them and know that if they need something from me and when you call me, I'm going to have the answer for you. If I don't right away, I will get it for you, obviously. But at the same time, if usually when you call an insurance agent, it hasn't been a good day for you, Dave. Okay, right? <laughs> Very true. It hasn't been a good day for you. <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> right. So usually when you have to call me, it hasn't been a good day for you. So our goal at that point in time is to make sure we've done our job enough so we can help you through it, first of all. Second of all, put you back where you were before it happened. And third of all, make make the process as easy as possible for you to make sure that you are put back the hole again. And that's pretty much the whole thing. Yeah. And I'm excited to see you guys grow your business. I've seen you a little bit from, you know, a year or so now and then continuing to grow, which is exciting to see. In the end, 
and this doesn't have to be for business. It could just be in life in general. Answer however you think it's it it works towards you. But what does success mean to you? Success to me means being able to help the ones I love, being able to help others. When I'm at the point where I can, you know, help people and put them in positions to be successful, I would consider myself being successful at that point in time. That's great. I love it. I love that answer because one, everybody I talk to on here, there's not one person that says, I want a boat, I want a helicopter, whatever crazy. We stuff. all want that, but that's yeah. not the end goal. It's, it's so for people to to hear this and understand and, and when we talk a lot about mindset, yeah, those things may be great, right? For sure. But in the end, it's all about helping people and loving what you do. And we're the humans by nature are just meant to help individuals. Right. So I, I think it's fantastic that, that you say that and it goes along with many others that, that we talked with. It's just about helping and, and, and loving what you do. It's, that's that's the gratitude part. Yeah. And, and learning from learning from those experiences as you move ahead. Like you said, you know, I, I said failure and, and I agree. That's that's the wrong word. It's a learning experience. And how do you how do you deal with that learning experience? We are all out here making mistakes. <laughs> right? Sure. Every day. Every day. Every day. How do we learn from them? How we try not to make them again, for sure, as we move forward. You know, I heard had somebody tell me that, you know, you can never have a good friend of mine in my B and I group, also an insurance agent. One of his big things is uh, leaders or readers. You can't learn enough. You have to continue to educate yourself. At the same time, if you're the smartest person in the room, you probably should find another room. Right. Be don't be afraid to, to challenge yourself. To tell people that you you don't know and that you need help. That's a big thing for men to go through, to tell somebody and ask for help. So I've, I've been able to learn that. It had a lot to do with my wife. It had a lot to do with, you know, the networking, the market, the network marketing group. had a lot to do with that. Yeah, 100%. Again, back to self-education. It has to be consistent, has to be continual, but that's what makes us better, I think. I love the fact that you said, if you're the smartest person in the room, get another room. Because yeah, I mean, you know, even if in my business hiring and working and developing a team, I want people that are bigger and better and stronger than me, that know more than me. One, it'll make my job a whole lot easier. But two, that's growth for a company. You know, not saying that I'm the person you need to listen to. Do you have skills and abilities? Absolutely. Talents, absolutely. But understand, so do other people. Find those, utilize them, put them in the right positions. So 100%, I agree with you on those. So those daily struggles, what has been a big daily struggle you find on a day-to-day basis as an insurance agent? Hmm. Good question. A daily struggle is, I guess, doing the paperwork portion of it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's a lot. You know, being a construction world, I didn't do a lot of paperwork. Right. You know, we haven't grown enough to be able to hire, you know, a secretary or anything like that. So we do everything ourselves. We call, we answer the phone. So dealing with that day-to-day, sometimes it's a struggle because there's days where, you know, I might get six, seven different phone calls that have to do six, seven different things that wasn't on the schedule for that day. So how do you fit that in? And how do you make that work within your day? Because that has to be done along with what else has to be done. So that, you know, and my biggest struggle through this whole process 
is, and I think it happens to a lot of people, is time management. How do you manage your time? How do you set up your schedule? Do you set time aside for yourself to be able to achieve what you're trying to achieve, but at the same time, have enough time set aside for what you need to do to be successful? So time management is a, is a huge part of this, for sure. And that's been a huge thing for me to be able to write down my schedule to the half hour. That, that's been the biggest struggle for me moving into this industry, for sure. Yeah, so I'm glad you mentioned that as well. And I think that happens with all of us. Again, even relating it into life is you got to time manage everything, you know, your life and am I doing this at what time and, and where can I place everything? If anybody out there is taking notes, time management, I know myself, this is one big thing that I still struggle with. And the reason I struggle is things come up all the time. And man, I didn't plan for this. Like you said, I mean, I had six phone calls. I wasn't on the agenda today. <laughs> How do I fit that in? So even for me, I'm still getting used and adjusting and learning of, okay, one, when things do come in, I got to prioritize. I got to look at what do I need to get done right now? What can I save for later? Whether it's not going to get done today, maybe it then goes higher in that priority list tomorrow. So it is, it's a struggle, but it's something you definitely have to work on for sure. Yeah, it's a continuous process for sure. Yep. And like I said, and I don't run my own company, but my book is what I'm building for me. So yeah, I have to take care of my customers. So being able to do everything that we need to do in, you know, when people are like, well, what are your hours? We don't have hours. <laughs> you know, I get those phone calls at 4 a.m. Right, right. We don't have hours. You know, when you run your own thing, you know this more than I do. When you run your own business, you're always on the clock. There's no off time. Uh, and and that's, a, and that's a thing that's hard to deal with when you haven't done that before. Are you always on your A game? Of course. We're never always on our A game. But how do you get through that part of it? And for me, it's always something that's continually and I'm working on as well as when we talk about that combination of life and work and you know loving what you do and i do but my wife doesn't <laughs> right so then you know what i mean you can be always on your phone what's going can't you put that phone down it's you know we got to work and i mean luckily she supports me and we work through it but that's hard too right yeah you're exactly right how do you set aside date night time right you know how do you make sure that you know your spouse and and your family are, are not be catching the short end of, of the stick Right. You know, I, that's a that's a balancing act for sure that we're trying to get through every day. Time management. You know, yeah. kid, I need a lot of help. Right. <laughs> kid playing sports. And, right. You know, then your, your family's, you know, got things going on and you're helping your folks. And yeah, it's just a, it's an ongoing thing. And, for sure. uh, like I said, you can you can plan your day, but I can guarantee you it probably won't go as planned. No, no, that's 100% <laughs> true. So, so much we discussed about. You had, obviously, health issues, continue to fight against that, construction, insurance industry, coaching, baseball. You get so many insights today of what has kept you motivated and pushing through. What advice can you give someone on how they can become or continue to be a successful business professional? What advice would that be? Yeah, I'm still working on that myself. But one thing is a must, what we talked about, energy, positivity. Find out what you love about your business and find out what you love about what you do. And lean on that, you know, that, that's a big thing. Uh, and like I talked about before, you know, step out of your comfort zone and, be, and, and try to be comfortable in uncomfortable situations. That's kind of a big thing that I'm still working on, you know. 
I was never afraid to speak in front of people when I was speaking of things that I knew. But when you're speaking of something that you just started to learn, it's a whole different ballgame on how you step out there. And it's okay to say, hey, I don't know right now, but let me find the answer for you. Mm-hmm. It's okay to do that. So you're going to make mistakes. It's okay to do that. How you learn from them, how you move ahead. And like a couple of things, like I said, hey, you got to jump. Yeah, you won't fly unless you jump. It's true. And last but not least, you know, like you said, you got to continue to self educate yourself for sure. When you jump, if you self educate yourself, it makes it a whole lot easier sometimes. Yeah. And I'm not going to say it's easy. Right. And when you jump, you're not going to fly right away. Right. <laughs> Those wings that aren't <laughs> You're not going to fly right away. You know, it's just not that easy. You're going to go through times where, you know, you like, why am I doing this? And did I pick the right career? And did I do the right thing? And, but yeah, in the long run, uh, I think the cons outweigh the pros by a lot. Yeah. You know, I always kind of look at what's my true gut saying? Like, what does make sense? Sometimes get my emotions out of it, get my mindset out of it. And sometimes you get that instinct of, you know, because I question all the time, am I doing, am I doing the right thing? And, and do I take on another business or, or do I do this with the staff? And am it, is this right? You know, I just question myself. And sometimes just to have that gut feeling, clear yourself and say, you know what, is this the right thing I'm doing? Sometimes I think that plays an answer for you. Yeah. I think there's times where we do bite off more than we can chew too, Dave. 100%. You know, absolutely. Like, you know, we see this big picture and we go from step one to step 10. And we missed those other eight steps. Oh, you know, we missed those steps in the middle. 100%. Trying to get to step 20 is going to be really difficult. Right. You know, so did we bite off more than we can chew or did we not go about it the right way? So now here we're back, back at square one. And at the same time, do we have enough time to correct this mistake right. that we've created? So, yeah, it's like you said, it's a balancing act for sure. Good advice, man. One big thing, it's, it's funny because I haven't heard this in a while and you brought it back. Get comfortable being uncomfortable. So, so true. So true. Well, Al, I appreciate everything we talked about today. Such great advice. Great to hear your experience, what you've gone through, pushed through on a daily basis. It gives us hope. It gives us insight. Hopefully, in the end, you're sharing your experiences so other people can relate and learn from you. But man, great, great content that you've given us. I took a ton of notes. I hope you guys did at home as well. Where can we find more about you? And if, if there's anything that, you know, if we want to follow you and see you, if we want to know your insurance company, definitely if we want to know a little bit more about Band of Brothers, where can we find all these? Where is it social media? Is it internet? How can we get all of you? Yeah, like everybody else, right? Facebook, like, oh, Facebook. but we have Little Band of Brothers on Facebook. I'm on uh, all social platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Only reason I'm on you know, the only reason I do Snapchat is I have kids. <laughs> I started that too. Right. I don't know when anything I, about it. but Yeah, years ago when it came out, <laughs> right. I was like, I, I still can't figure it out. Right. TikTok, you know, those type things. We're building up on that brand. That's one thing me and Chris are working on now, building on that social media because neither one of us are, were like that. You know, putting like I talked about that earlier, putting yourself out there on social media as being a big thing. But yeah, KLT, has, we have a website, kltinsurance.com. You can reach me at my email is al.stacy and that's with an e at, at kltinsurance.com if you have any questions about insurance or anything else we talked about give me a ring give me an email i'll be more more than welcome to, to talk to you at any time cool absolutely and we'll definitely post this as well so they have direct content right to you as well 
But thank you guys. You know us. We can find this podcast at davidandras.com, D-A-V-I-D-A-N-D-R-A-S.com, as well as Mission Matters. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple. So go listen. Continue listening. Listen, like us, subscribe to us. You know, we love to hear your information. So any insight you could give to us, if there's someone or an industry you want to, industry player that you want to hear from, definitely let us know. And again, your suggestions are always welcome. Thank you guys very much again for listening. Al, thank you so much. One of the biggest things that I got out of today is you really built a foundation based on gratitude. So I'll leave everybody today with that. Base your life based on gratitude, build the foundation and find what you love to do. Thanks for having me. Had a great time. You got it. Thank you. This has been a Mission Matters Network production. Listen to this show and browse our entire catalog by visiting missionmatters.com.